0: So our forum uh, deals with uh, Greek shipping as it is part of the Posidonia Web Forums Week um, with a Greek cluster uh, and Greek uh, shipping. And of course, uh, one of the critical topics here is positioning Greece as a maritime transportation and logistics hub. Iguai has done a great study on the topic uh, they have been doing this study for a number of years, and they are just updating it, and we're delighted to have with us today Mr. Yanis Pieros. Uh, he is a partner of uh, EY and uh, the uh, Global Head of Shipping for, uh, for EY. So we're delighted to have him with us to um, present this uh, very uh, interesting uh, topic. And, Yanni, thank you. The floor is yours.
1: Thank you, Nicholas. Thank you for the kind introduction and thank you for inviting me in in, in this forum. Hello, everyone. I hope that we are keeping well and safe. Let me share my screen. Well, position in Greece as a maritime transportation and logistics hub. Always a great thing for one to comment on. The greater, though, is the potential for Greece and the multiplier effect will be for the Greek economy if we actually manage to pave the way forward and coordinate the key stakeholders' efforts on this purpose. Shipping is by far the most extroverted sector of the national economy, a leading global player and a major source of income, wealth and prestige for Greece. It forms also the competitive advantage that currently places Greece among the leading maritime hubs of the world. The current expectation is that competition among the major global maritime centers will be intense over the coming years. As global trade continues to pivot towards the Far East, it is very likely that in the next 15 to 20 years, we will see a number of new maritime hubs emerging as leading powers outside Europe. And this is despite the recent COVID-19, I would say, driven shift that we see in the global production model and the trend for kind of internalization or near of part of the production. Greece, through Piraeus and other key ports, together with the other traditional European maritime hubs, like the ones of London, Hamburg, Oslo, and Rotterdam, will need to work hard if they are to retain or strengthen their standing as leading global maritime centers. Let us now see what really makes a country or region an attractive maritime hub. In our analysis, we recognize four main factors as the main contributors to the attractiveness of a city or region as a global maritime hub. Factor number one, the presence of substantial local ship ownership and ship management activity. Factor number two, the existing of significant port and logistics infra. Thirdly, existence of well-established financial, legal and other sophisticated business services last but not least, a tradition of maritime technology associated with R&D, innovation, education, and obviously availability of talent. In order for these four contributors to work, we need as a basis a healthy business environment, stable, stable political regulatory and tax regime, and transparency and effectiveness in, the, in our legal system. Well, uh, I guess that uh, for Greece, we could instantly pick the factor in the upper left corner of this slide. And also, worth mentioning that there is a sizable ecosystem around shipping in Greece. In our latest study, we counted more than 3,500 companies in the Greek shipping grid, with 70% of them engaging in peripheral to shipping activities and related with fleet management and vessel ownership. Some of these activities being of sophisticated nature as well, which is great, but probably not enough. And it will not be enough until we see the top-tier global financial, legal, and insurance players establishing a permanent and sizable basis for their activities in Greece. I would comment further that multi-technology, innovation, and R&D, and also education are qualities of particular importance in the attractiveness of a maritime hub. In Greece, one would politely comment that for the past decades, the situation in all these fronts has been far less than optimal. This, in turn, threatens the competitive advantages of human capital and seamanship that Greece has established from long ago. To be fair, though, in the last years, we see a barrage of completed and in-progress privatizations, see Costco, Neorion, LFCs and Skaramagas shipyards, Alexandrupoli port and other peripheral ports of Greece, as well as state-sponsored and well-thought private initiatives on the marine and maritime education fronts. These are really encouraging signs capable to revive the shipbuilding industry in Greece, and in turn, maritime technology, R&D and innovation, and make the greater maritime sector more attractive to young talent from in and outside Greece. For Greece, in particular, though, the existence of a significant ports and logistics infra able to handle increasing cargo volumes coming from Asia to Central Europe is considered key contributing factor in our analysis. I will therefore touch on this in greater detail in the slides to follow, as we believe that uh, a success story on the country's infra, together with the existence of a strong ship ownership and Greece's geographic location, can really fuel the improvement of the remaining contributors in this slide. Let us now touch on the most important parameters and metrics out of the many for assessing the performance of a logistics hub and how Greece performs against this presently. First of all, let us see some high-level stats from Greece for Greece as an international freight and logistics center. Probably worth concentrating on the savings both in terms of time and cost, that crisis geographic location can offer to the cargo trade coming from China to Europe. Obviously, on the local presence of the world's superpower in terms of controlled merchant fleet. Worth noting also the sizable number of ports that can play a key role in the cargo movement coming from Asia. The large intermodal logistics center, probably the largest in the southeast Europe, that is being currently developed at Riacio Pedio in Attica. And further, the existence of the most developed road network in Greece that can serve as a getaway to Central Europe, the existence of five. Free trading zones already established with customs and warehouses in Greece. And also, the plan, but also the expected increase in the capacity for air freight and railway transport as a result of the privatization of the Athens International Airport, the 14 regional airports, and most importantly, Trenosaire. Moving further, In this slide, you may see the tremendous progress in terms of its connection to global shipping networks that this has made over the years. From position 69 back in 2011, we made it to the 20th position globally, which translates also as the number one position in the Mediterranean region. I believe everyone can feel the potential that can be unlocked for Greece if we get actually things right. Let us now see how the cases of Piraeus and Thessaloniki, the strongest Greece ports, have developed over the past years. This is the case of Piraeus. Obviously, the graph speaks in itself. In 2019, more than six, uh, uh, 16 million, 0.5 million passengers were used the Piraeus Coast Terminal. More than one million passenger movements were recorded in the cruise port. But most importantly, nearly 5.6 million TEUs were transported through the container terminals, making Piraeus the fourth largest port in Europe, ranking first among the major Mediterranean ports. Going to the case of Thessaloniki, Keep in mind that the saroniki can become the second success story after Piraeus, as it is the most important port for the greek exports and also serves as a getaway to southeast europe and further central bureau this is this obviously entails though that the plant capacity expansion will take place and also sufficient progress will be made with regards to the ports interconnectivity with other intermodal forms of transport Now, let me present in the slides to follow selected high level results that we got from our latest survey of more than 140 respondents, representing a wide spectrum of businesses in Greece. The responses actually reflect the views of the participants from all the sectors of our economy, and particularly those who are key buyers and and experienced users of the ports and logistics infra and related services in Greece. Let us see what has been their overall assessment and their comments on a combined set of important qualitative evaluation metrics. Here are the results for Pireo sports. The combined set of questions was how do you evaluate the Pireo sports freights freight infrared operations in terms of availability and capacity, intermodal connectivity with other transport modes, quality of infra, quality and reliability of services, and efficiency and effectiveness of collaboration. Obviously, with the presence of an operator like Costco, the port is placed favourably in almost all evaluation metrics and sets the foundation to achieve excellence. Probably not the same picture for the Thessaloniki. Let me mention, however, that the Thessaloniki is a port in the development phase currently. It actually progresses in all the evaluation metrics year on year. And as previously mentioned, it has a strong potential as the enabler to the Greek exports and also as a getaway to Central Europe. Moving further to to the results of our questions, here you see what are the market suggestions and recommendations for going forward with respect to the Greek ports. The most common theme has been that of the privatization of the regional ports, which is indeed underway, and the need for investments in their infra and superstructures. Coming second, the, the, we have recommendations to concentrate efforts on the development of hidden logistics, Improve intermodal connectivity and also focus on the port's operational excellence and on avoiding a siloed kind of approach in terms of operational tools and technology supply. Now, uh, as the purpose of our analysis is also to provide a context of where we're actually going in Greece as a logistics hub and not only to provide just a snapshot of where we currently stand. This set of questions captures the respondents' perception of the trends they can recognize in the various segments comprising the logistic infra over the past three years for Greece. As you may see, ports seem to be leading the way, while rail and customs are the low outliers in this analysis, and probably the areas that we should be focusing more efforts in the future. The last of the selected list of questions from our latest survey. Here you see what are our respondents' recommendations for Greece to improve its position as a freight and logistics hub overall. The main themes and recommendations from our respondents relate to the strengthening of the role of the Greek Logistics Council, setting transport and logistics as a country priority, and developing a 10-year plan for the sector Implementing a detailed plan for reinforcing infra that has been developed over time. Improve our intermodal capabilities and digitalize most of our operational processes. And finally, identify and adopt best practices developed by the most advanced freight and logistics hubs in Europe and Asia, with the aim being to apply a common approach which will in turn accommodate the interconnectivity of the various players and ports and will eliminate the barriers in the supply chain. Now, with this and that concluding remark, let me mention that it is evident that Greece has gone a long way in the past few years to develop its position as a global logistics hub. It is also clear, however, that there is still room for improvement for Greece to achieve what we call excellence. As mentioned in my introductory remarks, achieving excellence on this front will maximize the cargo movement capacity for Greece and will improve its relevance to global trade. This, in turn, may drive upwards the rest of the important contributors that we discussed earlier and can develop Greece further as a maritime leading hub. The journey has already started, with our country making pivotal steps recently, which can lead to success. we really look forward to see how this will develop over the years and how our country will manage to reach its full potential as a leading global freight and logistics hub, and, who knows, as a maritime capital. Thank you all for uh, attending. Nicola, back to you. Not sure whether we have any time for questions or not.
0: Gianni, thank you very much. Uh, We have a few minutes uh, left, so I look forward to uh, asking you a few questions. One of the questions that I would like to ask you is uh, in your analysis, you indicate that there are concerns on whether the competitive advantages of human capital and seamanship that Greece has established from long ago can be sustained. Can you give us some more insight on that, please?
1: Well, uh, uh, number one concern that we see is that, in spite of consistent high levels of unemployment Greece, shipping is not so popular. And we see fewer gra- young Greeks today opting for a career in shipping and in the greater maritime sector. This is an alarming sig- signal. Secondly, there has been a widespread concern that marine education has been, is being overlooked despite the, 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 the efforts that we see recently and the private efforts that we see recently. So the focus should be in these two areas in order to ensure that in the near future, there will be sufficient number of Greeks to serve as officers on board the vessels or ashore.
0: Very interesting. And one more question to ask you, further to the development and upgrade what infrastructure, what other areas uh, where concerted effort could potentially improve the competitiveness of Greece as a whole, as a maritime center? What other areas do you think we should be focusing on?
1: I could briefly touch on three areas, I would say, further to the development of the First of all, it's education, maritime education. Marine and maritime educational institutions need to be strengthened. And also, young Greeks need to be encouraged to consider the option for a career in shipping and in the greater maritime sector. To this purpose, our industry will need to become more extrovert and be present in this war for talent. Uh, secondly, regulation. A healthy business environment and an attractive business environment that will be able to attract the global players of the industry to establish a permanent basis and sizable basis for the operations in Greece. As a third area that uh, I believe we should be concentrating efforts on is a closer coordination of the private sector initiatives in the form of establishing a a Greek maritime and shipping cluster and in promoting the image globally.
0: Yanni, thank you very much. Uh, A number of these topics we are touching upon uh, at the forum during these two days. So we have, for example, a whole panel tomorrow on maritime education. uh, And regulation obviously has been a topic throughout the conference. So thank you very much for being with us. Thank you for the presentation and for your insight and thank you to EY for all your uh, support over the years.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, Nicola.
0: Of course. Thank you.